I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's the Football Ramble. Lovely to have you here. We've returned from our holidays. Uh, my name is Marcus Speller. Of course, we've made a couple of improvements to the show. You'll be pleased to know. But we'll get to them in just a moment. Uh, Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore. All right. Uh, and Barry Glendenning. Hello. Oh, what the fucking hell's going on here? Gentlemen, good to have you back. It's good to be back too. It's the football ramble. Here we are. It's August, like we promised. And uh, my name's Marcus Speller, as I'm sure some of you are aware. Uh, to my left, the man who's been angling for a move all summer, but we've managed to keep him here for yet another season. It's Jim Campbell. Hello. Uh, across from me, the man who's always faithful to club and country, no matter what his wages, Pete Donaldson. Ohio Gazimas. <laughs> I'm now Japanese, everyone, so... <laughs> now, the man diagonally to my left is uh, the one we couldn't even get rid of on a free. It's Luke Moore. <laughs> All right. Good to have you here, boys, otherwise no. I'd be lonely. <laughs> I like how you promised August, like we had yeah. some say in it. Yeah. Right, and we've delivered. Yeah. <laughs> we have, yeah. We August did a big old here. month dance. Field <laughs> <laughs> and it's come. It's what? turned up. And what a dance it was. Incidentally, the music you heard at the start is the wonderful sounds of Joseph Michael. Thank you for that. Mm. Excellent work. And his orchestra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bit Robocop, I think. And the Royal Philharmonic. Yeah. <laughs> the Ramble Philharmonic. Chaps, good summer. You had a nice time, did you? Yeah, it was all right. Mm, yeah. Uh, what's been your highlight of it? Standout moments? My kick ass tattoo, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. you got a new tattoo. have a great tattoo. We'll come to you. Oh, okay. uh, well, yeah. You've kind of upset the balance, Pete. You're going to be the last one I'm going to come to now. That's all right. Because the table's moved around. Yeah, yeah. I moved yes. the table ever, around. Ever so so right. readjust your mental picture of how we sit. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've changed it. New season, new seating arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> Jimbo, what are you going for? What happened over the summer that uh, tickled your fancy? Uh, saw a lot of dogs. Yep. They're out in the park and there's a park near me. So oh, that's good as well. Or do you mean in more like of a football sense? Perhaps. Yeah, okay. Um, probably my highlight, given sort of the landscape of football, like when we when we stopped doing the show for the, the summer break um, and how much has changed, I, I'm going to go with Jack Warner resigning. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like it, it would never happen. And also, I'm really obviously delighted that the news of the world has gone under because they're sort of a, they're a sc- scorch as well. They were, they were a horrible mm. institution when it came to sort of the way they reported football as well. But I'm going to going to go for Jack because like he's he's gone down. <laughs> Protesting his nobly, inno- nobly <laughs> protesting <laughs> his innocence and sort of claiming he's been set up, but not explaining how he's innocent or how he's been set up. No. <laughs> he's just sort of gone down moaning. I've uh, been enjoying uh, uh, Bin Haman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like he's got he's got such a snarl on him. Oh, yeah. his face! He mm. looks so guilty. <laughs> that one has not mentioned at any point that he's resigned, so he doesn't get investigated. Yeah, like, he's not mentioned that. Yeah. Well, the charges <laughs> against him were dropped, weren't they? Because he resigned. Yeah, funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah. I liked it when he said. That he may return because he's got unfinished business or something. God, has he got like, like some, a demon? He's got some leftover tickets that need shifting. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or some bonuses he needs to hide. <laughs> I've got a lot of files to shred. I'll be back in on Monday. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like we've never been away. Straight back onto Jack Warner. Marvelous, <laughs> uh, Luke. What have you got for us? 
Um, I'll go for the um, European Under-21 Championships, actually. Yeah, yeah, bit, yeah. A bit earlier on in the summer, but I can still just about remember it through my adult mind. Mm. I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. Apart from England's disappointing showing, yeah. mm. um, the final was, was, was one that sh- was, was the correct final. Spain, Switzerland. For me, the two best teams. Two teams that both won their group. Switzerland didn't even concede a goal in their, in their, in their group. So um, it was good to see. And one of the things about it was it just it really hit home just how many amazing young players <laughs> Spain have got coming yeah, through. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's only just begun, this Spain mm. dominance. You know, <laughs> yeah. players like Herrera, um, Adrian, who scored five goals, I mm. think, uh, Muniain, Javi yeah. Martinez, Juan Mata, Tiago, Capel, Tiago's goal in the final, that long range free kick. You know, he's, you know, Mazzino, remember Mazzino, the Brazilian international? That's his dad, mm. right? That is his dad. He was one of the three um, uh, doing the baby celebration in the mm. 94 World Cup, yeah, Holland, yeah. Holland versus Brazil, with Bebeto scored, of course. Um, and he's had a big impact um, on Tiago's career, as you would imagine. Yeah. Because he's a bit of a fancy Dan, is Tiago, as you can see. He's quite yeah. a little arrogant guy. He scored a couple of goals for Barca pre season as well. He did, he? yeah. He's got, he's got quite a few, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the goal, sorry, that he scored yeah. in the uh, under 21 final. It was like a golf chip. Yeah, like, exactly. It was just so perfectly angled. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, when I was, uh, you might have seen the video of me on uh, Ramble TV going down to the Barcelona training camp. They were telling me there that his dad, uh, Mazzino, would, would watch him playing for the youth teams, and every time he would do this, uh, a lot of unnecessary skill. Do more is, of this. Yeah. Well, which is not, it's not kicked out of you, of course. It's, it's Barcelona, but they, it's pass and move, pass and move. Yeah. And he would often hold up the play because he was being a bit too flash. And Mazzino would sit in the stands and just whistle. And his son would turn around and he'd just look at him and shake his head. No, <laughs> not, not, not that. No. And, and, then he would say, and if he was a bit naughty, he would say, we're talking about this after. Oh, and he's, had a, he's, he's kept in discipline because there was a, a slight concern that he might become a little bit too flash and arrogant. It's very know. similar to my football education. Very similar, <laughs> I would, I, would I was going to go on to say um, that um, Shakiri was a real stand-up player as well. For Switzerland. Yeah. But, but yeah. he scored an absolute blinder against England in the, uh, the group stages. Than the he league. did, yeah. And for the full side, of course. For, yeah. 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 The, but he's... Because um, um, him, him and... Christian Eriksen were the two players Denmark's Christian Eriksen mm. were touted before the tournament of being the ones to watch and Eriksen was sort of marked out the game at times really but Shakiri was absolutely irrepressible and the great thing about him is he looks he's got a bit of an Andy Reid physique about him yeah, yeah he does he's only 19 he's got a chance to lose a bit of that excess uh, weight but he's a <laughs> no, big no, no. stocky lad he's only 19 it's only going to get worse yeah, that, absolutely <laughs> he's got a couple of years and then that, that metabolism is just going to go slow right down yeah. too much Swiss chocolate basically six years seven years Bolton <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, but not Bolton anymore That's a bit harsh yeah. uh, oh. Under coil uh, Yeah good Under 21 uh, championships uh, Pete Well I'm kind of torn between um, Barca trying to train In front of the White House On the lawn effectively For a big <laughs> PR stunt Who do they think they are And they, they managed to get off the bu- bus and, uh, and then like a, a police woman Turned up and went Who's in charge here I'm thinking <laughs> You Puyol Who is in charge of Barca But uh, I'm probably going to go for uh, The quality of MLS goals Over the summer yeah. Oh, yeah, Eric Hasley in particular that one for Vancouver Whitecaps where he just sort of flicked it up and just hit it as hard as he could dipping beautiful volume yeah, in the top left hand corner also um, the wonderfully named Darlington Nagby for the Portland Timbers where he just did a sort of I'd sort of say Ferenc Varos David Ginola for Newcastle I'm oh, going yeah. to bring oh, yeah, Newcastle yeah. in nice and early contextualised but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a beautifully <laughs> drilled sort of volley top left there's been some crackers absolute yeah. crackers and then of course great to see uh, Henri at the um at the Emirates at the weekend yeah. as well. Yeah. It was nice. God bless the MLS. God bless them. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for for the Copa America. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, which should win me the points. But uh, I think that uh, specifically Uruguay versus Argentina. It was a wonderful game. I love that Uruguayan side at the moment. It's they were it was it was one all and it went to penalties in Uruguay. There were some unbelievable penalty shootouts in that tournament. Brazil, Paraguay Brazil's Brazil. inability to put the ball in the net at a penalty shootout was just refreshing. Yeah. They, were all blaming, <laughs> they were blaming the penalty uh, spot all the time. Well, they missed a few as well. They missed a couple as well as I um, But as uh, Ramble blogger Rupert Fry said, I think it was Alano was the first player ever to volley a penalty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was staggeringly bad that one. Yeah, yeah. But, but my original point, sorry, Argentina versus Uruguay. Um, I love that Uruguay side. <laughs> a partnership, a strike partnership. Yeah, yeah. In the, you know exactly in the in the sort of the era of the four five one and all the rest of it. It's nice to have two up. And there. they do work so well together. Oh, it's the, a joy to watch the third goal in the final. Which oh, is such a perfect sort of counter. I would say move. delish. He looks, delish. Suarez looks unplayable when he's like that. Yeah. Yeah. you can't get away from him. He's, mm. he's everywhere. Yeah. you know. And one of the things that's worth mentioning about that is the Copa America is that um, I always think of wrongly. 
I always think of Uruguay as a bit of a dirty, cynical team. Well, but, they are as well. But they won the Fair Play Award <laughs> at the Copa America. <laughs> so come on. Yeah. Give well, a bit of credit. No, no, no. Well, the, the Fair Play Award is like, who's had the least? As in, yeah, <laughs> no, well, yeah, I know yeah, it by yeah. definition, of course, yeah. but it really is in that sense. But yeah. um, but against Argentina, they went 1-0 one, one up, and then it, it was 1-1. One, one. They had a man sent off, I think his name's Perez, stocky mm-hmm. guy. They've yeah. got a couple of really stocky hard men, yeah, yeah, little yeah. guys in the midfield who, who are great. And I, th- I think it's Perez. He looks like a bruiser And he was on a booking And he was flying into tackles As if, it was, as if he was playing FIFA And he was 6-0 down <laughs> yeah. It was absolutely obscene so I was shouting at the TV Take him off And, also, and of course he got sent off didn't he But, but with 10 men Uruguay with the better side Against Argentina in their own backyard mm. And incredible and, then, and they went on to win that game And of course I think for a lot of people That perhaps was the final you know? Well Argentina did have some incredible chances as well Lionel Messi played very well Well the keeper well. The Uruguayan keeper was absolutely He's a oh brilliant. God, Muslera, yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, and, and what I liked about Muslera as well in the final, when they were shaking hands at the start of the game, he was um, he was giving it the fist, the knuckles, oh, yeah, yeah. and even to the, all the the refs and the, the officials, <laughs> he was doing that. One of the referees just sort of shook his fist. You know, <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I will say about Muslera is he makes some odd decisions at club level, but he makes <laughs> saves that I I've never seen before. Yeah, so that, the saving man, I think it might have been in the final actually, the bunny tipped onto the bar over the bar. Hmm. I, just th- I was just sitting there thinking he's got no right to yeah. make that that was incredible <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was super I think it was the Paraguayan keeper who was the, the player of the tournament oh was he okay um, they didn't actually win a game they didn't no. so that's quite staggering that they managed to get to this quite final quite an achievement not the it? keeper's responsibility he was so good they didn't even need to score <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah So, uh, what about the Women's World Cup did you, did you see a bit of yeah, that yeah I saw a bit yeah. of that yeah did you see uh, Pete that um they had a new octopus in town for the, the Women's World Cup in Germany. Did Paul- they, Marcus? <laughs> Paul of the octopus. I mean, I mean, bearing in mind, there's been enough Newcastle United news today <laughs> to, to irk me. Do you really want to pork that? No, this has bumped it off. Do you want- <laughs> <laughs> said, I've got it in front of me, Pete. This is it here. Do you really want uh, to get my eye up? <laughs> top stories. We've got Euro 21s, Cup America. We've done all that. Uh, Paul of the octopus. <laughs> Newcastle <laughs> is do, on page do seven. The, do <laughs> the, do <laughs> the bloody Which octopus Which is actually story. sticking out the shredder. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do the bloody octopus story. Can I? I shall uh, Yeah Paul of the Octopus Ladies and gentlemen It, it did happen um, Read the quote she- <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul predicted Canada to beat Germany In the opening game The Germans won the match Straight from the off It was yeah. a no go really <laughs> Stupid octopus um, Lightning never strikes twice Jimbo I don't know why I started Saying that a bit funny But I did um, Read the quote Okay I'll get to the quote This was <laughs> Jens Bonn uh, Who works at, aquari- at an aquarium In Germany He said Before the tournament Perhaps we'll discover That Paul was the only one the magic one and the others are just normal octopuses <laughs> as if there's two types there's two genotypes <laughs> yeah, yeah. like there's a normal octopus and, and there's a, a magic one a magic octopus yeah. like there's a crappy crab and a decent crab <laughs> where, where have you sent all those octopuses oh just to, to the restaurant people are going to no they're the magic ones don't, <laughs> don't tell me you said them because they're expensive yeah. those ones they'll go off in people's mouths <laughs> yeah <laughs> they'll be predicting baby all sorts yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to give out the points it's definitely yeah points going to me for the Copper America oh, well done um other acceptable answers would have been River Plate getting relegated. Are you taking? Didn't the- they take it well <laughs> <laughs> by changing the entire league structure? Um, uh, the back heeled penalty. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. yeah. Um, Balotelli being disrespectful to the Galaxy. Yeah. Do you, mean, trick. do you mean LA Galaxy or the Galaxy? Is he <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't heard. It was if so you're, heinous. If you're from Mancini, that's pretty much what yeah. he's accusing him um, of. Yeah. Uh, and an Aussie amateur player sent off for having a Prince Albert. They, they were all acceptable answers, were they? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, there Things we are. What have happened? <laughs> Early points for me. Now, are you um, taking Jack Warner's job? Hmm? Early points for you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I've got unfinished business. Um, uh, summer signings. Oh yeah, there have been some. There has summer, been indeed. Summer, summer signings. Yeah, get put that jingle in there. Yeah, lucky yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Um, oh, Sergio Aguero to Manchester City straight off the bat. It's a big it one. took a while, didn't it? Yeah, thirty-eight million. Hmm. Are you happy about that? He's value for money. If Modric is going to go for 40, he's yeah, worth yeah. a million, <laughs> billion. He's a brilliant player. There's an argument to be made that he's now the best player in the Premier League. That's, that's well, a very strong argument. He's, you've got to judge him on what he does in the Premier John League. John Terry, Lampard, Gerrard. Well, you sort of look at, you look at someone like Tevez, and it's been said before like, that he's very much like Tevez, but he can take a man on. 
<laughs> and he doesn't run himself into the ground quite so much. But easier, easier on the eye. Yeah, oh, he's, <laughs> he's definitely easier yeah. on the yeah. eye. Yeah, and he's and he's um, and he's married to Marilyn's daughter. I was so going to say, get on and that. You get Sergio. Who else do you get with yeah, that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their forward line is ridiculous mm. now. You've got, even if Tevez goes, you've got Aguero, Balotelli, Adebayor, uh, Santa Cruz, Edin Dzeko. Blimey, David Silva. Silva's there. David Silva, forward player, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, Adam Johnson. <laughs> I mean, even just strikers, there's about eight of them. Yeah, Tevez, there's talk of Tevez not moving on to January now. Well, yeah, if Corinthians can't afford him, and you know his priority is to be, to be back at home, isn't it? So great stuff. Mm. It's incredible, isn't it? But they've, they've, they have like they've got Clichy uh, at the back as well, though, mm. haven't they? Oh, to sure things up, Pete. Yeah, that savage fellow. Easy to play um, on his own. Is that a one-one-eight situation? Really, I really fancy them. I just, oh, yeah. I just I if, well. if Mancini allows all the players to play like they know, we know that they can. Mm. Because he's a little bit restricted. I mean, look the way he yeah. treats Balotelli for crying out loud. Yeah, and he's been. <laughs> that was a crazy. Did you see? Did you see him against Inter Milan? They were magnificent. Yeah, they were brilliant. Balotelli was fantastic. He scored, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It would be interesting, given what you what you just said, if if one one eight were to sponsor a team yeah. and and make them <laughs> and play, play in that formation. Yeah. I'd really like <laughs> to see that. If you and if you went a goal up, you'd just switch it. Yeah, eight one one. Did you hear what Mark Lawrence said about Balotelli? Chase me. I'll let. I'll, yeah, after that. <laughs> I'll let you decide whether this is over the top. Bear in mind, he's got a head moustache. He's, he's, a, he's a <laughs> down the middle. Bear in mind, Bertie's a young man. I think we all agree on yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt Lawrence has said this is a direct quote, right? I'll let you be a judge of whether he's over the top or not. Mm. I thought it was extremely disrespectful to the right? galaxy. This is a man who's backheeled a, a football in a football game. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It wasn't just disrespectful to his teammates, but no. also to the opposition in a testimonial game. And it's eight three, fine. But I think it's very, very disrespectful. The kid needs to do some growing up. He's heading towards the last chance saloon right now. Last <laughs> saloon! <laughs> there, I'll tell you, it's a direct quote. <laughs> It was, a, it was a friendly it was a friendly game in which he thought he was offside this is what people seem to be just forgetting I mean it's still stupid you've got to bury it you know we all know you've got to bury you're it you're being disrespectful you're defending it yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I can only apologise to the, you're the entire the last, galaxy you're in the last chance saloon Jim yeah. but as Pete as you made I think it was you who made a point saying that even if even if Mancini was unhappy with his actions and, and they talked about it before the game just wait till the end of the game or half time whatever to take him off yeah. you haven't got to make a show of it it just no, makes it worse absolutely it just made it into a circus I mean it would really have disappeared if, it, if yeah. he hadn't taken him off there and then I mean, if, you can make an argument for if it's the final <laughs> game of the season. They need to win to win the league. It's the last yeah, minute yeah, or something. Yeah. Then fair <laughs> enough. It's a friendly. People have, been, have come to be entertained. Mm. You know, don't take him off. If that's <laughs> exactly, the case, exactly. <laughs> that's just the start of it. For me, I'd have him on the pitch at all times. That way, at least I'd know where he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep an eye on him. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I was just saying, the big well, for me, the big sign of the summer yeah. uh, alongside Aguero is um, Javier the- Pastore. Yep. To PSG Potentially it's, I'm it's, pretty it's, sure it's, it's done and dusty Well it's looking done and dusty yeah. They've got a lot of money haven't they oh, yeah, they're they're so much, They are sugar daddied mm. it's, I think it's a shame he's gone there Because I, I think he should be playing in a bigger league No I think, it's, I think it's a great thing actually For the French league I think it'd be nice to see it sort of get back up there a bit, Be a bit more competitive again But PSG mean? aren't even the Champions League this Exactly season. Yeah I think that's a good thing It's good that they're going to be pushing that Because you know Lyon dominated for such a long time And Lyon finally you know, broke that mm. And, uh, and uh, Bordeaux the year before obviously And it's, yeah. it's great It's They've made some signings, PSG. They've signed um, Gamero. They've signed uh, Jeremy Menes from Roma. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot Makaleli was there last season. He's yeah. retired now. Yeah, yeah, so it'd be good to see how he gets on. Well, he wasn't going to Chelsea. There was talk of Chelsea, wasn't there? Well, I, yeah. wanted, I wanted him to come to the Premier League to, to say, so you could say to some of our youngsters, that's how you be a bit of a playmaker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Arsenal, San Jovino. Let's yeah. talk about Arsenal in the Emirates Cup, shall we? Mm-hmm. Shall we? Yeah. Pete, Pete, Pete t- 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 talk to Jim about the, uh, the Henri. Well, well, it was an enjoyable couple of matches, but apparently um, uh, Arsene Wenger wanted uh, to see Henri in an Arsenal shirt one last time for oh, the yeah. last ten minutes, but uh, the referee poured a dampener. Poured a dampener? Oh, poured a dampener. Poured a dampener. <laughs> what are you doing, Rev? I'm pouring a dampener. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're urinating on some hoardings, yes, I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the reason he basically why... said no because it is against the fundamental rules of the game. Oh. <laughs> you can't play for both sides it's during stupid. the match. Um, but I just think it makes stu- Arsene Wenger look absolutely stupid. Bearing yeah. in mind, he's been completely lauded for the fact that he's not made any interesting signings or useful yeah, yeah, yeah. signings. This will, this, will, this will keep them going for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, gotta, just stop them booing. The what do they want? <laughs> How can we immediately give it to them? 
<laughs> the football equivalent. Why are they so demanding? Of the woman who kicked you out of your house. You go around there and say, no, go on, give us a kiss. One more. <laughs> <laughs> one more. Just one more. Can I've I just, given you Carl Jenkins. Just touch your boob. <laughs> I, I imagine Thierry going to ask something. Leave me alone, Arsene. <laughs> it's over. I've given you Carl Jenkinson and knighting your defender and Henri in an Arsenal shirt. Be happy for another season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we cut our money. And pay your extra 6%. But yeah, um, it's. Javinho <laughs> looks like a good signer. Javinho looks a very good signer. I'll, I'll be worried if that's, that's it. But, um, I mean, there is talk that Phil Jagielka and uh, Juan Mata could actually happen. Yeah, but that, be that's it. That Will Jagielka it. solve your problems at the back? Oh, well, I'm not sure he would, but something has to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with, with a need to be defensive signings. I mean, um, Wojciech Szczesny has been talking about how Arsenal have been working on sort of set plays and stuff like that in training. That was refreshing. A bit more comfortable with it. <laughs> but then, but uh, then but then like buys... they still conceded one. It was uh, Kyle Bartley <laughs> f- put it through his own net. Yeah, but, then, so. but then you buy Jovino, the man with the most distracting haircut there in the is, world. That's what I wanted. You know, <laughs> comment it's just on like, that. You know, it's gonna, it's gonna. There's a lot of forehead off, for you, there? a lot of He and Sanya in the same team. Surely, surely all. The neutrals are delighted with that. If they hit into each other, they've got like a vortex <laughs> to a forehead dimension. I think I can quote B as saying maybe during the World Cup, Jovino, that man needs to make a decision. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> absolutely right. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. right. But um, Jovino, they said a good pre season. I mean, the, the thing that was disappointing for me in the, to the Emirates Cup was the fans were booing Arsenal. Yeah, no, that's outrageous. There's no justification. All right, you've been in a tournament and you couldn't even win that. Mm. But <laughs> there's no need to boo. The season's not started yet, is it? Yeah, it's just, I mean, that. That just uh, that's going to unsettle the team. There's no way that one of them unsettled them. So that's put the most negative possible spin on the start of the season. So well done, everyone. <laughs> but it's, it's more just the fact that the way they they, they were two 0 up against Boca and then just sort of fell, yeah, it's, fell it's a familiar it, story. We we true. don't normally collapse until about April. I mean, the season hasn't even started yet. <laughs> and we're doing it. So. Maybe do it in reverse. Yeah, it'd be a late surge for the title. <laughs> mm. God, least. yeah, if, if they can get hypnotised, maybe just think they're a couple of months behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true, Jimbo, very true. Manchester United made some interesting ones. Ashley Young, I think, is a good signing. I, I do, yeah. yeah. They've got four very, very good wingers there. So I'd there's like a lot of options. For, I'd like to see him going for Joe Barton. Would you? Yeah, I would, actually, yeah. I think he, he's good enough for the... No one can tell me with the midfield they've got, he's not good enough for the squad. He's better than Gibson. Uh, nothing would please me more if Joey Barton... Yeah, it's it's not going to happen, though. Wait, why, why not? Ferguson's not going to take him into the camp for a free. He took all free. I don't think he'll, he'll take that chance. Michael Owen's not a troublemaker. Michael Owen scored against Barcelona there. Oh, yeah, in the game quite. that counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's revenge. Have that. Yeah. Yeah. that. That's done and dusted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's your second uh, European Championship. Are they, are they the champions? Of They're Europe the linear now. European Cup champions. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But Schneider on his way as well. Is he? There's rumours, Pete. There's always rumours. What about Newcastle? Hey, it was Denver, wasn't it? Denver Bar indeed that'll solve all of our problems Denver Bar that's what they sing well the West Ham fans sing Newcastle are going to have to adopt that yeah uh, if we, uh, it just seems like this season can never start. Kevin Nolan <laughs> was a funny one, wasn't it? Well, Kevin Nolan's left, and we've lost, we've lost Joey our, our now, decent players. Enrique's got one foot out the door, and it's just mm. kind of so like the four our, our best players for last season were uh, Carroll, Barton, Nolan, and Enrique. Yeah, well, Carroll first out of the season, yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah, and they're all gone. They're all they're gone. gone. And, and, and like you, you can't say that Denver Bar's a guaranteed. I, I, I think um, we we got thirteen goals out of Nolan. Uh, like you can't say that, that he's definitely nailed on going to get 13 goals no because no. what I've seen from pre-season him playing with Amiobi is completely ineffectual they sort of cancel each other out a bit yeah. can I just check out of the 35 million that Ashley's putting back into play <laughs> half a yeah. million Luke you've spent half a million you've just got 35 million pounds for Andy Carroll give Kevin Nolan the extra year on his contract we're, not, we're too flimsy mm. he's we're, we're too flimsy and Nolan, so influential for yeah, I've read a stat from Opta Joe the other day it's like in the second half of the season they didn't win a single Premier League game without Barton yeah well he was just one of those ones he, he was instrumental in the, in the Arsenal match for example the 4-0 yeah. yeah. when we're 4-0 down he was instrumental in just for one sticking away a penalty and just geeing up the, the, the team basically yeah. Barton's been a good player for I a long time now I can't see how Mike Ashley we've said it before for a number of years but how you make such odd decisions as a man who's apparently a successful businessman well, he's, how he's, could you let those <laughs> players leave well, he's, saying, well he's, he's basically saying that the the, the, the um, the money, this thirty-five million, has gone into um, signing on fees and wages. That's what running costs are for. What, where's all the money going from the sponsorship, the telly rights, and, and, and the people yeah. walking yeah. through the, the gate? It's yeah. as if some um, football club owners are pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah. He's selling off the club uh, in bits. Uh, he couldn't sell it all in one lump. So he's just selling it off for, for scrap. He's taking the sort of same approach that um, you know the sports direct shops have. <laughs> yeah. just, everything's absolute chaos. Just <laughs> yeah. take what you want. Nobody knows what's uh, going cut on. Cut prices. They'll all turn up. Where are the seats got? Oh. 
Um, uh, what about your, the, the not so noisy neighbours, Sunderland? It's nice to see uh, Alex Ferguson giving his old mate Steve Bruce a couple of players. Well, West he's Brown. under immediate pressure for me, Steve Bruce. After well, West Brown and John O'Shea. I West think Brown's really, a very I good signing for yeah. Sunderland. Experienced players. Connor, Connor Wickham. Big, a lot of talk about Connor Lovely Wickham. big, mm. lovely big, big player. Connor Wickham's big lad. <laughs> Connor Wickham's not three. the finished article. No, no but he's, he's, there's a lot of chat about him. I, mean, I think Craig Gardner's not a bad sign. Mm. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, Craig Gardner's a player that deserves to be in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. And that, solid. Obviously, yeah, he made a contribution to Birmingham's relegation next season, last season. They all did. But he's a pl- Premier League quality yeah, player. I think so. Mm. I think so. I mean, they signed that uh, the, the Asian kid as well, didn't they? I forget where he's from and what his name is. But he's very, very highly rated. But I mean, <laughs> you know, the continent. He's from the biggest continent in the world. Exactly. Hard to remember. All of them. <laughs> I mean, but with Asamo Jan in there, they've got a great striker. There. So I mean, Wickham and, and, and this this kid, uh, it's it kind of exciting additions for Sunderland because they brought so many players in. But what happened was they, they beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge and just completely forgot how to play football. Yeah. They need to get out of the system. Yeah, they need to get out of the system. Last season, um, old Luke, the Nuge, mm. he was clubless. I didn't realise this. I think he was yeah. a free agent. Not for long. He's gone to be with Sven. <laughs> He's gone to. You make it sound like he's dead. <laughs> yeah. You always say, you always call it that. They've gone to be with Sven. Yeah, but I know it's, it's heavenly. It's because it, if Marcus was a footballer, he'd like to plan to Sven your exit, basically. Yeah. One of. Because he'd let you do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> Very light Morel, he's always magnificent under Sven. Let me tell you something. He's building something at Leicester City. He's I'd, obviously made some good signings. I would last love season. to have a season ticket at Leicester. It'll be exciting. Paul Koncheski's gone there. Yeah, Michael Johnson on a year-long loan from Manchester City. Yeah, that's good. Look, I hope you know he can get his career back on Jim track because he looked he looked a really promising player. Do you know what Sven's lining up for January? No, a loan moon, a loan move for D-Bay. Not going to happen. <laughs> a good old loan moon, a loan moon, whatever. I'm happy. What I was going to say was Imagine that. That, that, that let's just David Nugent has gone to the yeah. Championship winners. Do you think? I think? I think so. Yeah, I think they'll win the Championship. This They're going to come up and then. Europa League maybe who knows um, uh, Michael Mansion to Hamburg that obviously happened a little while ago nice to see an English player go bloody abroad yeah absolutely Cause yeah. He, he, was, he kept going on loan from Chelsea over and over again I'm like. convinced he's a woman what <laughs> <laughs> right. by watching him play or? yeah 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 I know what you mean but um yeah, no, it is great. It's Why very, very are small you convinced he's a woman? Hey, just look at him. Look at him. It's, it's just the, the bone structure. He's just he's, he's, he's a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing about me, Jim. No, okay. emphatically he's a type of, no. He's a type of guy that like Luke, you have bigger Luke, breasts. The type of guy that Luke would go for. Yeah, yeah. very pretty. Definitely. Um, he's, a prison, he's a prison <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> very much a prison wife. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's good to see him go out to go out to Hamburg. And let's not. And we're talking about English players abroad. Let's not forget Wayne Rooney's brother for New York Red Bulls. Yeah, he played yeah, there, didn't he? How could we forget? Um, perhaps the biggest signing of them all the Kraken is back in the Premier League John Arnorisa <laughs> released the Kraken released the Kraken one of the finest pieces of commentary we've ever heard <laughs> he's moved from Roma to Fulham yeah that's good be with his brother uh, he is going to be indeed. sadly John Pantzel's moving um, from Fulham but he's ah. going to be with Sven as well I forgot to say yeah. they better embrace the lap of honour flipping at fullbacks Koncheski and Pantzel I like the thing he's got in his contract Pantzel <laughs> I must do a lap of honour yeah I've got, I've got a Sven it's under Sven it'll yeah. be two laps of honour <laughs> yeah. during the game um, now uh, going abroad um, one of the uh, big tr- uh, summer signings there Bayern Munich have signed uh, Manuel Neuer the mm. former Schalke keeper who's uh, yeah. had a great season there Alex Ferguson was very impressed in the semi-final of the Champions League um, then we saw on Twitter um, that the Bayern fans have given Manuel Neuer um, some rules uh, they've created a code of behaviour because he's from come from Schalke basically yeah. that's right um, apparently Sport Build uh, got their hands on it now I, well let's see what you think um, <laughs> uh, apparently if Manuel Neuer sticks to those rules and keeps a respectable distance there won't be further organised protests and campaigns against him it's a poor start uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd want to go Hi, back yeah. to Schalke yeah. Schalke yeah. have got you know a great fan base <laughs> uh, well I'm, I know Bayern have as well but you wouldn't want this um, now uh, rule number one he's not allowed uh, he's never uh, allowed to kiss the Bayern badge on his shirt <laughs> what are the penalties that they're proposing if he does any of these things? <laughs> Organised protests or campaigns against him? Further. Yeah. Further campaigns. Disconcertingly <laughs> vague. That's um, uh, number two, he will uh, never be allowed to throw his shirt into the stands. Number three, he, he'll never be allowed to come near the south stand where the ultras stand. I hope that stand isn't behind a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, they're going to be in trouble. Through default, um, he's, he's on the edge of his box constantly. Um, he'll never be allowed to kneel in front of the team and start the humber chant. Which I'm sure he's quite relieved about. And he will never be allowed to sing uh, fan chants through their megaphone. <laughs> through <laughs> their 
megaphone. That is the difference between the Bundesliga can and can the Premier do, League. Can he do his, own, his franchise for his own megaphone? Well, yeah, bring your own megaphone. I would yeah. say, Manuel. But he should maybe bring a Schalke branded megaphone. Mm. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite a South American kind of response to something, mm. but in a really sort of Teutonic, organised German way. I just, I just like, I would just like him to do his own sort of little sort of press conference. Mr. Neuer is here to to respond to these these rules and. Uh, the respectful distance that he's got to keep and then he's just got on a piece of paper piss off <laughs> piss <laughs> exactly. off um, uh, through a megaphone into the mic <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. apparently there has been um, a discussion <laughs> there's been a discussion between Bayern Munich and a group of uh, supporters Nutters. representatives um, this was uh, in early July and it was decided it was decided yeah. that Manuel Neuer will be regarded as a full member of the Bayern Munich team they've had a telling off very right? giving this is unbelievable isn't it uh, um, and he should be treated with due respect um, and further hostility towards him should cease. <laughs> if he has a clangor in his first game, uh, yeah, yeah, that's or, yeah, or any time during yeah. the season, mm. it's going to take him a while. If he does have a clangor in his first game, his first important game for Barmy, I at least the uh, fans will give him the best chance of having a bit of confidence. Going <laughs> to, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're waiting for him, aren't they? But he's a very good goalkeeper, isn't he? So. Uh, oh, of course, yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, one of the other big signings uh, from abroad was Alexis Sanchez to Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona, stop that's it! Terrifying, yeah, that's <laughs> it's yeah. terrifying for anyone supporting a team also Just in the Champions League. <laughs> get off! <laughs> yeah, get off it. football! Like, like Jim says, it's the equivalent of them just say stop hitting yourself stop yeah, hitting yourself uh, I mean I wonder what that's going to mean to Pedro because that's surely where Sanchez is most likely to play yeah but think. they have got a thin squad box Very I true. mean Jeffren's gone they've gone to yeah. sporting it looks like so well they couldn't beat Manchester United could they nah. 2-1 yeah, as we but, said yeah. <laughs> they beat him in the Champions League final Mark. Yeah, comprehensively ah, that, last season Luke it's last true. season you've got to live in the present <laughs> um, uh, speaking of which uh, pre-season tours uh, Portsmouth um had a preseason tour of North America. Uh, did you see though that they were meant to be playing Real Betis mm. uh, in a friendly, but uh, they were stranded in North Carolina at the end of their American tour after their plane was hit by a catering lorry? Yeah, it's, it's, is this the, like the Hangover Three? Or something? <laughs> yeah, it's just ludicrous. I, I, when I saw that, I was, I was like, what? That wouldn't happen to any other club. How? Right now, a catering lorry compared to how big a plane is. I've yeah, seen it. I know, exactly. yeah. <laughs> you couldn't even check. We out are the wheel. talking about America, Pete, where people are no- are notoriously large. Yes. Yeah. Well, unless yeah. Andy Reid, we signed Andy Reid or something. I don't know yeah. whether catering lorry is going to be a problem. <laughs> they could only afford a small plane. But uh, get another plane. Haven't and Waterlooville filled yeah. in. They filled in. You guys will be familiar with Haven't Waterlooville when they played um, in the FA Cup. Uh, not so long ago. Yeah. Yep. Um, they can believe their luck. Part timers playing Real Betis. Brilliant stuff. Great got, got murdered, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they <laughs> loved, every, <laughs> loved every second of it. They literally got. No, they never. No. Um, you should have like a lottery system where any team can play any other team in the world. And just do away season. with leagues and just, stuff. Just, that's what Argentina are doing. <laughs> <laughs> is, that is that you, Seb? <laughs> yeah. I want to ruin the, the planet with carbon. <laughs> Flying <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the mics are still on. Um, uh, there was a big result. Uh, Alfreton Town beat uh, Sheffield Wednesday 11 14 nil in brackets 14. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Vinnie Alfreton Town were promoted from the conference uh, north, I think, last season. They're, mm. they're in the conference proper now, anyway, yeah. um, for this season. And I was thinking to myself, well, you know, apparently it was quite a young Sheffield Wednesday. No, hang on, 14. <laughs> <laughs> That's too many. That is Luke. too many. Yeah. <laughs> too if Sheffield Wednesday had beaten Alfreton Town, if Sheffield Wednesday 11 had beaten Alfreton Town yeah. 14 0, you'd be going, that's still too much. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't, it's a Sheffield Wednesday 11. What, so, like, a mascot, a couple of actual owls, a potato, <laughs> some, uh, uh, like, pension of fans. Yeah. So they, the so they re- would suggest. Um, but one thing that's important <laughs> that you don't miss out of that is there was a hat trick of hat tricks. Oh, yeah, there was. Is there a word for that? Hat trick squared? Hat trick cubed? Uh, don't know. Three yeah. different players got hat tricks in that game. Excellent. Brilliant. Fantastic. God. Um, uh, right then What else has been going on The SPL has started uh, I was going to give us A proper mention uh, After Hearts Drew valiantly At Ibrox But uh, they lost at home To Dundee United And they've sacked but you know, they're, they're <laughs> And they're in all sorts of trouble So I'm not going to bother They, the can, wheels, they the can still be in it mate <laughs> <laughs> The first week of August The wheels have already come off yeah. The gods are good <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it The amount of people that Seven marriages in six years Romanov Ali McCoy looks unwell And old 
Yeah, I yeah. want him all young and sprightly and getting yeah. and ghosting girls' bums and stuff. It's <laughs> <Bit laughs> not a bit fat as well. Fair to say he's a bit fat as well. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, been yeah, like that for a while. Definitely. Even towards the end of his playing days, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was never about pace. But the thing is, though, one way to really denigrate your own league system while simultaneously maintaining that it's not as bad as everyone says, break off the league, do some friendlies in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Incredible. The old firm will do anything to get their, yeah. to get his turn towards <laughs> them. Uh, now, but one thing I did say last season, I, f- I fancied David Goodwill if, uh, for a move South, and he has. He joined Blackburn Rovers. Hmm. Mm. So he's, uh, he was cleared of the charge against him as well, wasn't he? Yes. Which is uh, uh, let's worth just, pointing out, I think. Yeah, and uh, that's about that for mm. that. Well, they need a replacement for El Hajjou, if so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed. Right then. Uh, oh, World Cup 2014 qualifying groups have been announced. Incredibly. Nice to see Ronaldo there. Mm. With him. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's wearing, beefy now. Wearing, wearing a thinning black suit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. thinning he's got L. a proper like builder dad gut, hasn't he? he as t- well, it's properly. <laughs> he got ready for that, and he was in pastels, and his wife went, "No, no, 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 no. <laughs> get aye, the black on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the linen today. Get get the vertical stripes on. He's a man the- for linen. If you saw him out and about in the yeah. town, um, white linen. Uh, Pele was there, of course. Not originally invited um, by Ricardo Teixeira. Um, who's the terrible bloke at the head of the Brazilian FA and, and one of the big wigs at FIFA as <laughs> he's, well? He's stepping up as a villain. Yeah, very much. Well, Jack's gone. Exactly. He's very much. That's me. Mm. We're on. Um, apparently, yeah, he's had a bit of a long-running feud with Pele, which is how? how? Yeah. yeah, you are definitely setting yourself up as a bad guy if you pick on Pele. Mm. But that's did you a feature pick on Pele? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did you hear that? He, so he, he didn't invite him, but the Brazilian president, the president of the country, intervened and named Pele as Brazil's international world. Up ambassador, he trumped him. Yeah, <laughs> and then the FIFA go right, Brazil FA ban. Yeah, <laughs> interfering, get out. No, we're not having it. Not while Tashir is there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they certainly won't be. He also recently said that English journalists are all pirates and corrupt, and he'll make life very difficult for the FA and the English media if they qualify for the World Cup. <laughs> the English media <laughs> will make life very difficult for the FA and the England football team. So just leave them to it. Yeah. <laughs> Let them come. You'll, Give you'll them whatever they help. want. You'll appreciate help. Appreciate the sentiment to share, but we are absolute old pros at making it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We aren't the only ones. Help. If um, we do, we'll let you know. Seth Blatter apparently went to speak to him about all this. He uh, just wanted a good laugh. I was going to say, to perhaps to congratulate <laughs> him. I don't know. Yeah. It's um, not a bazaar. <laughs> it's a <FIFA> house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so Thank anyway. you, lady. <laughs> so, anyway, on, on to the groups. Uh, Scotland uh, are in with Croatia, Serbia, Belgium, Macedonia, and Wales. Wales mm. ranked 114th in the world below the Faroe Islands. Uh, this, of course, happened after a student emailed the Faroes FA pointing out that they had 0.07 points more than Wales in the rankings. <laughs> Gary yeah. Speed must have thought, you little bastard. Yeah. <laughs> just, just go down the union. Yeah. What I like about that go is, out that, more. is that we found some, we've isolated the one person in the world who cares about these bloody rankings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he lives in the Faroe Islands, apparently. <laughs> no, I think he's actually from Romania. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. it. So is I don't know. There's even less reason to be interested, surely. <laughs> Gigi Bacali he's already <laughs> up to his old tree he's been very quiet hasn't he Norway are ranked 12th in the world at the moment and they've not qualified for a tournament for 11 years <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy isn't England it? were ranked 4th over the summer that was actually my height over the summer, are they decided by a dice yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah, just octopus. I've, I've no idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a tricky group for um, Scotland and Wales. Ireland in with Germany, Sweden, Austria, the Faroe Islands, and Kazakhstan, and England, of course, uh, with Montenegro, Ukraine, Poland, Moldova, and San Marino. I San Marino. Can they beat their uh, record of uh, nine seconds to score against England? <laughs> yeah, that's not a record between San Marino and England. I think that's a World Cup qualifying record. <laughs> the re- the <laughs> San Marino's manager is a, is a PE teacher. I love, I love that. I love that. It's old yeah. school, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I watched that video today of the uh, of the the goal, the quick goal they scored. Did against Ian Wright got a hat trick that game. Ian Wright got four, I think, four, in yeah, that okay. game. Yeah, Hall. He did. He got a haul, and but it, incredibly, it actually looks like a really good move. Like, I mean, obviously, there's a mess up at the end, and Stuart Pearce like cocks up the back pass, but yeah. it makes San Marino look like this really flowing attacking side, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is it shows the staggering ineptitude of that England team if they could do that. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Um, oh, before we move on, I've got to say, uh, we're talking about Brazil. Uh, Neymar, did you see his individual What goal? a goal. Yeah, superb. That is Absolutely one for Ramble superb. Tube, ladies and gentlemen. Can we talk about that. his hair? 
Yeah. If you want insight, go to a podcast. Let's talk about his hair. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening with it? He's just having fun. He's, yeah. he's young, isn't he? He's young. He's yeah, enjoying it. Is Ronaldo's he's his he's agent? leaving it to it. Ronaldo's his agent, yeah. Is he? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Which there season go. does that get this goal of the season? Can it be goal of the season or does that goal of every goal season? Of the, goal of the close season. I'll I tell you what. No, it's, it's the Brazilian League it? season, isn't it? It's, the the going at the moment, it's the best individual goal I've seen since Rod Wallace for Leeds. Remember that one? Yeah, what year was that, though? Oh, it was a while ago. Yeah. But I'm just concerned that we couldn't group it in as a season can we group can we have it in if I was to say that is my goal of the season would I say yeah goal of the summer goal of the summer goal, yeah. you're getting yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. been a few MLS you mentioned earlier yeah exactly I'm worried maybe like a you're very worried about admin I've got, even I've got a little Romanian Excel spreadsheet in my head <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. keeping up keeping up appearances <laughs> it's not, not word association <laughs> thank you for uh, for your email lady I think it's time for emails it is grand Read one, Jimmy. All right. Ramblers. Hello. That's us. I spent Saturday at this year's Emirates Cup competition, and I have some sad news. I was sat in between a stereotypical Chelsea cabbie and a clueless Aussie. However, being only 19 years of age, I felt I'd bow to their seniority and take in some of their football facts. The Chelsea chappy came out with some of the following. Who... Juan Roman Riquelme yeah yeah like a poor man's Lampard oh my <laughs> I would have what? punched him in the face what, 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 how what, does that even work what like Andy Reid yeah kind of Andy Reid kind of player <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah another one New York yeah you're looking at league one level I mean that's where Henri would be if he'd stayed in England so it makes sense oh my goodness <laughs> yeah, his one moment of optimism stemmed from the impressive first half performance of new boy Javinho who of course they signed from the French champions yeah uh, Lily that's it <laughs> <laughs> They're French champions To be fair to me Yeah The Aussie kept quiet uh, For a few minutes Until after a yellow card Was produced uh, And he then asked Why the player Was still on the pitch Why no sin bin Is he, is he just not allowed To touch the ball For a bit or something <laughs> <laughs> That would be confusing yeah, that would be great, That's a rule that yeah. should be brought in I just thought I'd warn you That these characters Appear to be spreading I watch most of my football Up north So we'll let you know If any of these football Falls start springing up At Ellen Road Or my beloved Riverside Keep on rambling It's good to have you back Soon Cheers Billy Morton Thank you Billy There's a few uh, of those players what? That don't touch the ball At the Riverside to be fair yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, I don't know why he's specifically going to keep an eye on Ellen Road as well yeah. <laughs> well, a lot more grounds in the north yeah. if we can have someone keeping an eye on all the grounds we need vol- volunteers yeah yeah I got an email what have you got there some of this pile of uh, here it is um, <laughs> is it this one Yes. Yeah, go on then. Dear Ramblers, this is from uh, Richard Robinson. He says, I thought I'd let you know about some of the hilarity I heard this week while watching Helsinki drop Bangor City 10-0 in the second round Champions League qualification match here in Finland. A couple of seats down from me was a literal walrus of a Finn, both <laughs> in size and in face, who didn't let a rudimentary grasp of the English language get in the way of mercilessly belittling the Welsh visitors. <laughs> During a slow double substitution by Bangor in the second half, he yelled in disgust, if you can be substituted at any time, Time, then you could be prostituted at any time. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? <laughs> and a few minutes later, when the manager was complaining to the fourth official, Seal Features bellowed, This is football, no discussion. <laughs> <laughs> That's a t shirt. No discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps the best heckle came in the first half when, in response to a bit of standard managerial arm-waving, the mustachioed man-blob responded by quoting <laughs> R. Kelly, no use in spreading your hands, spread your wings and fly away. Yep. That's strange. Brilliant, but you also... You don't want a goalkeeper to do that. <laughs> Fond regards, Richard Robinson. Oh, Thank you what, very much. What a terrible man-blob. Yeah. <laughs> this is football, no discussion. Yeah. Keep Jowlyman out of football, Marcus. Yeah. I called it a year you ago. See? <laughs> That's what you get if you yes. up again. Further evidence. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, do you have one? Yeah, I've got a one. It's a very brief one. Short, yeah. sharp, and to the point. Far Hi, away. Ramblers. Hello. Nobody in America likes Piers Morgan either. <laughs> we don't understand why he's on our television. <laughs> Thanks, Lee Rocket. <laughs> 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 if we could just take a moment to apologise to America uh, for Piers yeah. Morgan we don't understand it either we don't know how it's got out of hand this virus um, but yeah sorry but you did get um, the fella out of house yeah. oh yeah you did yeah we got him as well yeah, yeah. so uh, there we are ladies and gentlemen it's profile time oh oh yes indeed is uh, it, it going to be who we think it is hey yeah. hey this is this man I think we can all agree Manchester United great yeah yeah mm-hmm. um Good in the air for a little man. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Wonderful on the ball. Dominated the midfield for years. Mm. Ah. Really respected amongst his fellow pros as well. You can't say anything against him. It's George Best, the Belfast boy. Ah. Come on, Bestie. Oh. Gets clapped in. Yeah. Already. Yeah. very much. Yeah. That's it. God, oh, dear, oh, dear. George Best. 
wonderful name, wonderful man. Uh, he was born on the 22nd of May, 1946. 21 years before the summer of love. Bit slower I, than usual, though. You're out of practice. Yeah. I completely forgot about to it. To be honest with you, I think 1946 was probably a summer of love as well. Oh, George yeah. Best yeah. was from there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I bet he enjoyed the real summer of love. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> he would have been 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> With a lot of money in his pocket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. The yeah. mind boggles. Yeah. Um, th- th- this is the man who once boldly proclaimed, if I'd have been born ugly, you'd have never heard of Pele. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of I the, would. Yeah, yeah. One of the, gr- uh, the game's great superstars, mm. um, with, without a doubt, uh, and a stunning player with speed, balance, vision, uh, good with both, absolutely everything. Uh, but the first we'll, we'll sort of like rock star footballer, really. Po- yeah, possibly. I mean, there, there, there's been a few, but I think w- with regards to um, being on television, front pages, all mm. that kind of stuff. El Beetle. Exactly, yeah. yeah. No. But it's worth saying that, as you alluded to there, the, the man did not have a weakness to his game. Yeah. He had everything. Even a haircut. Yeah, great haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, oh, d- 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 incredible. Um, he was a small, skinny teenager um, from uh, Belfast uh, Craigar Estates. Forgive me if that's a wrong pronunciation. Um, he was rejected by his local club, Gen- uh, Glen Torren, for being too small. Mm. Uh, I bet they regret that, don't they? Yeah. Um, he was spotted by Bob Bishop, um, the Manchester United scout, quite famously, um, who said to Sir Matt Bosby, Boss, I think I found you a genius. Um, so, no, not him. <laughs> George, George Best. Um, uh, indeed, when he was he was only fifteen, he went to Manchester for a two week trial in nineteen sixty one, and he was very homesick straight away, as you can imagine a fifteen year old lad would be. Um, so I think he went home just after two days, or, or he was certainly feeling very homesick after after two days. And went back, um, but Busby was so impressed by that uh, short period that he saw him. That uh, two years later, at the age of seventeen, Georgie Best made his Manchester United debut against West Bromwich Albion, and he put in a fantastic performance as well. He singled out for uh, praise by the Manchester Evening, Evening News for natural talent and style and, and all those kind of uh, buzzwords as well. Um, it was a nice little story. Apparently, during the game, uh, he gave West Brom, West Brom's uh, quite experienced fullback Graham Williams a bit of a torrid time. Um, he nutmegged him quite early on. Uh, reports suggest uh, say uh, United won one nil, and there was a tale that uh, said several several years later, uh, Williams, the West Brom fullback, uh, who was uh, who was twisted up by uh, George Best, met him and he said to George Best, "Will you stand still for a minute so I can look at your face?" And George Best. <laughs> Why he said because all I've seen of you is your ass disappearing down the touchline. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, a, a great start to his uh, Manchester United career. And then um, in the '64 '65 season, he's playing alongside Dennis Law and, and Bobby Charlton, amongst other other great players. And they won the the title for the first time since the the pre Munich era. Dennis Law, Bobby Charlton, George Best. Holy Trinity! It's not hey. bad. That's an just three of them outside Old Trafford now. Yeah. Indeed, there is. Indeed, there is. Um, it was slightly later on than that when uh, United went to Benfica in the European Cup that he would really make a name for himself abroad. Uh, Benfica were one of Europe's big boys at the time. And the Stade de Luz was an absolute fortress. It was one of those grounds back in the day where you just thought, well, you're not getting anything there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, before the game, Sir Matt Busby said to his team, now let's keep it tight for the first 15 minutes. Uh, within 12 minutes, United were 2-0 up and Best had got the both. Almost like a kind of... Um, Kind of premature version of Gareth Bale against Inter, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be seen as that, <laughs> but uh, not as good. good. No, yeah. not, not as good, obviously. I like to think that Best sort of said, "Yeah, that's a good idea, but I've got a better one." Yeah. Um, <laughs> got two I, better ones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right of that story where of the, so I, I know if it's true or not, but it's an excellent story of. of um, There's a lot surrounding George Best. Oh, exactly. Like that. <laughs> it's, it's a great, it's a great story. Anyway, some some uh, visiting manager was walking down the uh, the corridor outside the changing rooms. Oh, it's at Old Trafford. Yeah, Old Trafford, and you could hear um, Busby doing his team talk, and George Best just standing outside doing keepy-ups. And, he, and, he th- and the manager's like, oh, this is a bit strange. You know, why wasn't George Best in the team talk? He thought, oh, I'll, I'll ask uh, Matt Busby afterwards what, why. And um, <clears throat> he goes up to Matt Busby and says, look, you know, I heard you doing your team talk through the wall, but George Best wasn't in there. He was just... Just yeah. doing keep it up. So why is that? He said, "Well, all I say is just give it to George." <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, back to the Benfica game. United won five one, and Best was absolutely incredible. That the game um, really put his uh, his stock very high indeed. 
And after winning the league title again in 67, Manchester United and best beat Benfica again uh, this time in the 68 European final at Wembley. Uh, that season, best uh, scored, he scored 28 goals. He um, scored in the final as well. He scored Went in the final. the keeper, brilliant. PFA and European Football of the Year. That really was his year, 68. Mm. European uh, final, uh, European Cup winners, PFA player of the year, European Football of the Year. And he was 21 22 around that time yeah. Yeah. Dennis Law described him at the time as a complete player as we said good with both feet he, good in the air people don't realise oh, yeah. that it was mm. strong heading uh, ability and he wasn't just this um, luxury player because obviously there's a lot of off the field antics and you think of him as a bit of a playboy etc etc and, and good goals and flashy skills and sometimes you can think a bit of a luxury player absolutely not no he worked hard he mm. got, I mean if you think you know if you think Lionel Messi gets a lot of treatment, you're your <laughs> best getting hacked out. <laughs> he just did not go down. Yeah. Mm. It, was like, it was almost like a completely antithesis of, of, his, of his philosophy to go down. He takes so many hits. I mean, there's a famous one against Chelsea where he breaks yeah. through. Was that Chopper Harris? Yeah, it might have yeah. been, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'll tell you now, it'll be a straight red. Yeah. Straight red. <laughs> he stays on his feet, though, and yeah. still scores, you know. Uh, and he was capable of scoring so many different types of goals as right. well, you know. The one he scored um, against Spurs when Pat James comes out for the punch. And sort of gets an all right punch mm. when it comes to best. He just lifts it over him. The lob. Him. Mm. Yeah, instinctive. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's worth looking through a sort of a best of George Best moments because. Uh, oh, but it's mental you say that he was only 21, 22 when this, all this happened. Yeah. He did peak very early as a player, didn't he? Very much so, yeah. Um, and of course, you know, it wasn't long after that 68 final where he was on the front pages, he was on, you know, a bit more of a television yeah. into his private life. Do you remember, well, you don't remember, but seeing uh, on, on documentaries the house he moved into, everyone said it looked like a toilet. Do you remember that? No, I haven't seen it, no. Oh, it's quite an odd one, but anyway. Um, yeah, fast cars and uh, toilet houses, toilet houses, <laughs> fast <laughs> toilets. It's, it's, it's what dreams are made of, quite yeah. simply. Yeah. Um, in, Loose in, cisterns, <laughs> house cars, uh, flushes. Um, so uh, yeah, it wasn't long after this, as I say, that Best became well known for his uh, off the field antics. Uh, he was opening nightclubs, uh, stories of excessive drinking, gambling, womanising, uh, all com- becoming a little too commonplace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he, he did once say that I was the one who took football off the back pages and put it on the page one, you know. Mm. <laughs> oh, he was, he, yeah, absolutely mm. right. I mean, everyone says he was around at the time, you know, he was the first sort of one to it, do it that. It was the first space spy, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was Neil Ruddick. Um, <laughs> Phil Babb, yeah. thinking of. Uh, in 1971, he famously scored uh, the goal that never was against England when Gordon Banks, he went to kind of drop kick it and best just kick the ball uh, away as he threw it up. Yeah. That was the uh, same season as his uh, Pat Jennings goal, 71. Right, thinking. yeah. Um, and then uh, Old Trafford, when uh, Tommy Doherty came in uh, as manager for Manchester United, it kind of signalled the end of, of Best's career. Um, and it, it, by the sort of uh, you getting on for the mid seventies, even Matt Busby, who was the director of the club, he wanted Best out of the club. And well, it, I, felt, I think they felt they had done everything they could for him. Really. Yeah, I, well, he was getting a little bit out of control by then. Mm. Um, and so, at the age of twenty-seven. Uh, he, he briefly retired from football but it's just so sad you know when the man should be in his peak mm. yeah. um, the, the, the nice stat about his United career is it's very tempting to say oh you know he didn't do what he could have done blah 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 he didn't, didn't play as often as he could he played more games for United than uh, Nobby Stiles Brian Robson Dennis Law Brian Kidd and Eric Cantona yeah. wow. so he was there for a while you know because yeah, he, right, he came right. through very young didn't he that's Which right is, and was a starter from pretty much the beginning mm. and he, I suppose the fact that he made the decision to retire shows he was quite emotional as well and very sort of you know Headstrong, clearly a very complicated character. Yeah. Sort of, he holds the post. He holds a post-war record for the most goals by a United player in a single match, which was uh, six against Northampton Town in an, an eight-two FA Cup win. That was his comeback match from a ban or something as well, wasn't it? It was um, I forget what, but it was a comeback for something. Oh, right. it, it was missed. really yeah, <laughs> goal again. Really, really sort of making a point. Yeah. Yeah. He was playing catch up. Yeah, I bet they were going. Just do it all the time. <laughs> I think he was. I think he was top goal, a goal scorer at United for six seasons. Brilliant. And didn't he hold the, the United record for the most goals in all competitions? Forty-one, and Cristiano Ronaldo broke, broke it. it was Forty-two. Right, yeah. And he wasn't an out-and-out striker. No, size, that's it. Uh, very much so. He was an attacking midfielder or yeah. winger. You know, much like Ronaldo. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. He did come back into football after Manchester United and became a real journeyman. I think we yeah. can all agree. <laughs> Playing in all sorts of places, uh, South Africa, America, and Scotland. R- read some of the best names. Um, some of the names of the clubs he played for are absolutely super. I mean, who could forget his loan period at Jewish Guild? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Sea or Bee <laughs> of Hong Kong. And that's as in like a sort of bumblebee that lives in the sea. Yeah. That's spelt. So what you like about his, um, his, as a player in his later career, but he had a 100% scoring record for Osborne Park Galeb. <laughs> 
<laughs> it shouldn't have been that way. No, should it? It no. really shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> unless we forget Cork Celtic, but um, uh, yeah, uh, he did have a few successful moments in his career. It has to be said after Manchester United. Yes, of course, it wasn't the European Cup. Um, but still, uh, he went to the LA Aztecs in the North American Soccer League and uh, had a, a successful time there. And then perhaps had his best in post-United at Fulham, which he described as his most enjoyable time. I'd imagine he would have done in West London in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he played in the same team as fellow uh, Dean Wendass Hall of Fame inductee Rodney Marsh, who he once tackled during a game quite famously, which I quite <laughs> like. Can you imagine those two? Yeah. Out in the town. <laughs> cool, I saw Rodney Marsh score a bicycle kick on YouTube that got disallowed. Oh. Uh, oh. When he was playing Nazzle. Oh, beautiful. Mm. That shouldn't be allowed. Well, Even if you're outside. Mark Lawrence is disrespectful. Is that right? Yeah. That's why it was disallowed. Yeah. Um, and now there was a great, great moment in the man's career in 1976. Northern Ireland were away in Holland um, uh, for a uh, World Cup qualifier, I think it would have been. And I think it was journalist Bill Elliott who told this um, story. You said that like it was like a cowboy called Jealous Bill Elliott. (laughs) I was trying to stay away from Billy Elliott and all that. Um, But anyway, uh, I think it was Bill Elliott. He said that uh, he um, asked him uh, who he thought the, the best player in the world was at the time. And. Uh, the people were talking about Johan Cruyff as the best player in the world of course and the, uh, Elliot said it better than you uh, to George Best and George looked at him and just laughed and he went you're kidding aren't you yeah. he said I'll tell you what tonight I'm going to nutmeg Cruyff first chance I get <laughs> um, so when uh, so this is, when both teams were announced one by one and the players trotted out one by one in, in Holland Best uh, came out of um, the tunnel and above him there was a beautiful blonde girl apparently who reached over with uh, a single rose quite long stemmed <laughs> and a best like sort of medieval gel yeah. <laughs> best, best spotted this and he trotted back apparently this is, this is um, Elliot recounting the story uh, he spotted this uh, he trotted back and took the flower out of her hand and kissed, kissed her hand and then run back onto the pitch waving the rose at the punters you know uh, <laughs> and then five minutes into the game he received the ball this is, he was playing out wide on the left and instead of going towards goal as you'd hope one of your wingers would do he turned infield <laughs> And he, and he went past three Dutch players, got to Cruyff, a bewildered Johan Cruyff yeah. on, the, on the other flank, uh, took the ball straight up to him, dipped the shoulder and nutmegged him. And then as he ran past it to collect the ball, he, he punched his fist in the air. And there, was, and there was only a few journalists who were like, because oh Because it's goodness. all about the team effort. <laughs> Disrespectful, as you say. Yeah. Mancini would have taken him off for that. Lawrence was beside himself. <laughs> that is, I don't care what you say, that is wonderful behaviour. Sure video of that to Mark Lonsley just sits in the corner rocking yeah. <laughs> go away I'd have shoved that rose right up his ass yeah. <laughs> um, I like to think he had the rose in his mouth the whole time yeah. <laughs> castanets oh, um, after Fulham we went back to uh, Nazzle and played for the LA Aztecs I think it was in his second spell there where he scored the greatest soccer goal of all time oh, yeah. you remember that one oh, we've all seen that where, yeah. on, the, on the clip when, the, the, when he sort of weaves in and out of didn't the... he score for the earthquakes as well I thought that was for the earthquakes was oh forgive me he just took it around everybody yeah. there's in a the, beautiful in a, in I think a tiny space the third person he takes a past as well it's just I, even now if I saw a footballer do that yeah. I'd be like that is incredible <laughs> so I swear a couple of those defenders die in that <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good death by skill yeah. that's what I would have wanted and it's like and it's like you know when, Indi- when the um, something sort of like a door's closing and Indiana Jones sort of grabs his hat at the last, last moment yeah. Yeah. Like he runs towards goal and uh, he's taking a pass on his place and then this one sta- this guy just starts running at him full pelt <laughs> and he's just got seconds to squeeze it past the keeper yeah. oh man I have to remember at that point that at this point in his career George Best wasn't even trying <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he, he was very much on the source. Um, he was named as Nazel's best midfielder in his second se- second spell with uh, LA Aztecs, which was a hell of an achievement because there were some players over there at the time. Yeah. Uh, he also played for Fort Lauderdale Strikers as well as the uh, San uh, Jose Earthquakes, as we said. Uh, in 1982, when Northern Ireland qualified for the World Cup, there was a chance that he could have played at a tournament, but he wasn't picked and, and thus never appeared at World Cup finals, which is a crying shame, mm. really. Um, Should have got him in there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, uh, you know, we get into the 80s. Unfortunately, we have to say that his, his drinking was seriously bad at this point. He was convicted of drink driving and uh, a number of other offences. Um, and he had a, a brief uh, jail sentence. And it all started to go terribly, terribly wrong. Uh, for best uh, as I'm sure uh, I, think there's a sense, I think there's a sense with best that 
that um, <clears throat> he seems to sort of he seems to go through through his later life maintaining that he would never have done anything different and how yeah yeah and it was uh, for, certainly for me I remember towards the end of his life thinking yeah you're protesting a bit too much yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. there are regrets in your life yeah. and you're not saying them and you're making a real point of pretending that you've got no regrets but actually I think you probably have got quite a few yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is a real cry and shame because you, you, you know, right. he was an addict he was an alcoholic you know and, and, and so it is, a, it is an illness and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and we don't blame him for that but it was a, it's a cry and shame as you say that he, we didn't well, the general probably didn't see him for more. Yeah, his mum actually died of complications from alcoholism. So That's obviously, right. there's a big history there. Yeah. It's mm. more complicated than him just being a bit of a playboy. I think. Well, Michael Parkinson uh, said that the only um, tragedy George Best has to has to confront is that he will never know how good he could have been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, he was asked once what his biggest regret was, and he said, "I missed a penalty against Chelsea at Old Trafford. I wish I could take it again." Yes, yeah, so that's <laughs> what I mean. I've, I've, for me, that's protesting way too much. I don't yeah. want to cheapen his, his entry into the, into the into the Hall of Fame and stuff because he yeah. richly deserves it. But I mean, you know, what, what could he yeah. have been? You know, yeah. was, and, and it's not his fault, obviously, that you know he was practically. I mean, there was a game for Northern Ireland against Scotland, which he, you know, he almost won on his own. Mm. You know, so he didn't, have, he didn't have support around him at international level. We understand that. That's right. Know? That's right. Well, he, he died at the age of fifty-nine. And uh, in the years before his death, of course, he was in all sorts of trouble. Um, and sadly, the drinking got the better of him, and he died on November 25th, 2005. Um, Belfast City Airport was named, uh, renamed George Best Belfast City Airport as a tribute to the great man. Um, and that was unveiled on what would have been his 60th birthday, mm. uh, on the 22nd of May, 2006. But I'll leave uh, the, the final words to the great man himself. He said, Pele said he thought I was the greatest ever player. I have always thought that I was the best ever player, and that's the way you have to look at it. I've never looked at another player and felt inferior. My goodness, he's coming into the Demon Dash Hall of Fame. For the Belfast boy, George Best. It's a nice quote here, actually, from um, Joe Mercer, who was the Man City man at the time, so a big rival. He said, um, It seems impossible to hurt Best. All manner of men have tried to intimidate him. Best merely glides along, riding tackles and brushing giants aside like leaves. Nice. Rival manager as well, so, yeah. you know. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the first ramble of the season. I hope you've had a lovely time. Uh, Jimbo, what's happening on the website? Oh, I'll tell you, Marcus. Uh, on the blog this week, I discuss England's group for World Cup 2014 qualification, and James Appel tells a story of a near riot that broke out during Andy Macaclacas. <laughs> I'm going to try that again <laughs> Andy Macacala's clash with Zenit St Petersburg that's the best you're going to get James and the events surrounding it and the blog goes all over the place Spain, America Poland, everywhere and elsewhere on the website is the forum um, so get over there there's all kinds of uh, nonsense on that my summer highlight um, is definitely the guy who, who he works in a college right? and uh, one day this woman came in handed him a box which had a, <laughs> oh, yeah. which had a dying seagull in it and said uh, "Well, I've kind of got to get off somewhere can you deal with this and then I just left it with him and there was a picture on the forum that That's he posted right. and the box just said seagull on it in pen yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely what a situation to end up in so yes um, I like to think she had that box before she found the seagull <laughs> yeah. yeah what would I do with this oh brilliant perfect <laughs> uh, Jimbo you're, you're away for the rest of August pretty I much, am yes you? I will be up in Edinburgh uh, I'm performing in a show called The Comedy Reserve so if you are going up to the Fringe and you would like to come down you can get tickets on uh, 0131556650 or go to pleasants.co.uk and search the comedy reserve so yeah come down if you're at the fringe get involved yeah uh, Luke we got some new t-shirts yeah new season new t-shirts um, so get your over to thefootballramble.com forward slash shop um, to take a look at those there's all sorts of nice ones beautiful uh, there we are say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Luke goodbye and say goodbye Pete goodbye and it's goodbye from me see you next week beautifully timed run Balotelli to make it two I'm gonna and are you kidding? Serious? Mario Balotelli. And he's getting booed for this. That's a bit disrespectful, I believe, to the LA Galaxy. A bit? Spectacular de Sensacional! Not your kilt with a blow lamp.